everybody, welcome to Questions on Tap, where we drink whiskey and talk about, well, just about anything. This is John. And I'm Mark. And on this episode of Questions on Tap, staying with our new structure of kind of talking about more practical things in the world that's go- that are going on, we're going to be talking about the idea of free education, specifically free college. Kind of just this idea was sparked just because of all of the student loan forgiveness stuff that have been going around with President Biden pushing that and now moving into the Supreme Court for them to decide. And we thought it would just be for an interesting discussion. Um, so yeah, and I know start, there's, been yeah, a lot of, there's been a lot of ideological talk during, especially presidential elections, but even during the midterms mm-hmm. about, um, like, should just undergraduate college in general be free? Should, I mean, like, is there a free public option kind of thing where you go to a state university and it's covered by the state or federal government? Um, there's a lot of nuances to this. And I'm curious, how do you feel? I guess, yeah, if we're talking just on all of college being free for all people, I think that sounds awesome. As just a general idea, first, like, you hear it and you're like, oh my god, yeah. Like, of course, everybody should, like, and I think everybody should be given a chance to get an education. But I don't think free college for everybody would plan would pan out like people would want it to like even myself would necessarily want it to so as an idea cool practical implication i would not like if it, if it was you if you could vote for things by issue i would not vote for free college i guess yeah i think for me i'm more against universally having free four-year degrees i would say for the purpose of The way I look at it, like, for example, I'm a huge, I'm a big supporter of, like, investing in education for everything through high school. But I think after that, you kind of get to a point in your life where the kids are, kids are now young adults are making decisions and not everyone should go to college. Not everyone wants to Mm -hmm. go to college. Um, Different skill sets, different career goals different life goals all have different paths you can take some of which require no college some of which require trade school some of which maybe it's just an apprenticeship or some of it's it's building your own business or taking over your family's business or starting something new so like there's a lot of different paths a person can take is my point and because of that i i don't want college to become which it already is headed in this direction which i'm not a super big fan of i don't want to become as like de facto if I want to do anything with my life, I have to go to college. Because one, I think that's a false premise. And two... I think I it already has kind of become that. I don't think to it me, practically I've... is. I mean, we undervalue trades and we undervalue... No, oh, practically I don't think it has. But I feel like a yeah. lot of people, the way they view the world is you need a college education. I don't think that's practically 100%. true. But I, a lot of people go around thinking that way. Yeah, and also just so like the audience knows, like I'm a huge believer in higher ed. Um, I mean, I graduated with my undergrad degree. I've thought about going back to grad school at some point. Um, I almost did go to grad school, um, as Mark can attest. This is true. That this is big decision <laughs> I made. I had a whole existential ah, crisis. Um, but so I say this out of like loving academia. I don't want to kind of ruin it more than we already have like i'm a big i'm a, no, I'm a big proponent How? of like uh, colleges should not be job factories colleges are supposed to broaden thinking and give you expertise in certain fields but 
which can be useful in helping you get a job, but it shouldn't just be about getting jobs. Yeah, do you think they do that currently? I think certain, like, liberal arts programs do, or even, like, certain STEM programs, depending on, like, computer science or math or... Depends on how, like, theoretical and how classical your your institution is. I think a lot of mainstream colleges, less so. Um... Okay. But not necessarily. It kind of depends. And on how do you think free college would change that? Well, one, once the government starts paying for it, they will have more say in it than they already do. And so they'll have regulatory power over it more so than they already do. And I, and I don't know how I feel about that, given what academia is striving to be in my mind. I don't know if it's compatible. Um, would they necessarily also, have to have regulatory power or do you think that's just a natural next step in it i think it's more of a logical next step where then, okay okay and also like i think i think private institutions are like private colleges are really important for the furthering of research in academia and having different goals and mindsets and i would worry that a government stepping in and making public education in the same way that i mean it's already hard for like private schools for you know grade school and high school and middle school to compete which i'm not this is not a conversation about that and how that should be addressed but and not every and not everyone can no, that's a separate issue school. yeah that's a separate issue though but my point is that that's already hard undergrad is so much more expensive to run than oh yeah a grade school and so i think we get to a point where, we, where it might actually kill kind of competition in education in some ways like it, hmm. there is, from my understanding, just again, this is more just for me talking with like some friends from Europe that that I have here, and America, out of all out of all the countries in the world, the amount that we invest into colleges, both private and public, and the kind of research focuses and the goals here are, are why a lot of the forefronts of different fields of research are here. There are exceptions. There are schools other where other places that are huge things across but like just as a general rule of thumb it is easier to get research money here it is easier to actually like follow what you want to do in the current system there are flaws in the current system college is too expensive and i I have a whole other solution set for how we deal with colleges being too expensive but i'd be interested in that one too okay but like i i don't think this actually solves the problem in a way because then is it really and then from an economic perspective like how do we budget that how who, who pays for it like if we say that college is going to be free someone has to pay for it um and i'm yeah i would assume that the free small select group of people kind of thing no but I, I would imagine if free if college is free for everybody the people who can't go to college because they currently can't afford it like if, it's, if we say the price tag for this university even if it's twenty thousand dollars they can't afford $20,000. They might have to pay $5,000 each, you know, in taxes or whatever it is. So, like, the people who wouldn't be able to go would be able to go for, I would imagine, less. And the people that would probably already be able to go would have to pay a little bit more. That's how That's I would, how the current I, how system, I would think the current about system it. works, though. Well, no, but a lot of people can't afford college and don't go because they can't afford it. No, I know. But what I'm saying is that, like, for example, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fairly – I have to think about it more, but I'm a fairly big proponent as of right now for, like, Pell Grants and government mm-hmm. aid for people to pay for colleges and for colleges yes. having financial aid a lot of private universities for example their price tag looks high but then they actually give more money 
to mm-hmm. people who can't afford it. And so there already is a system in place that can be improved upon. But there's a system to help people who can't afford it. But what we're talking about right now is like, should just it just be generally free? And yeah, I think like generally I... free, no. I'm open to the idea that lower income families maybe like like they do now have have more help i'm okay with that it's just more about yeah. generally free is something well i think that's where that's people who will, would argue for it would say that generally free would be able to help those families more like i get there are scholarships and there are even state scholarships for people who can't afford it pell grants and everything but like i've had family members working at public universities and people can't make it through even with all of those so i can see the merit of somebody wanting the free college to be like to even out who's paying for the college um to be able to allow people who wouldn't who can't now afford it to be able to afford it that being said i don't think that's how a system should be run um i think it'd be awesome if everyone could afford it but i think if you start having the government just distribute money how they want to that's just not a good system i don't think that taking it from people who can and giving like evening out everything i think is a mistake and i think that's what this would be doing is just trying to even everything out um but talking about the education i would i would agree with you that i think it, i'd worry about it for the universities and for what effect it would have i feel like it would lower the quality of education just because how would like how how would college admission processes go yeah. If college mm-hmm. is free, like everybody could apply for everywhere. Cause I feel like, like if I, if that were the case and I didn't have to factor in money when I was applying for colleges, I would have applied so many more places. Yeah. I mean, there's that there's like, let's look at how other government institutions are run, like how bureaucratic they are, you know, how hard it is to get any kind of meaningful change and something like, Social security is really complicated, and this is not mm-hmm. a conversation about social security. But I mean, oh, just it's another one. Who, but just as someone who like practically know, you know, like who I know people who are trying to figure out social security right now, getting like clear answers is like ridiculously difficult. I mean, I know someone that called three different social security like buildings or like groups, government places mm-hmm. in different states, and got different answers each time, and and can't get clear and consistent information on it. You look at you know dmvs and how they're run and even like public like public again that's not a general rule of thumb i've had some very good experiences in dmvs i've also had some really poor no but just like government things. programs yeah like, yeah and that's not criticism i'm not saying we shouldn't have dmvs i'm just saying or even it's like the va which i'm hugely supportive of having a va the va system is run terribly mm-hmm. and so i look at this and i'm just not convinced that especially something as optional as college which I again I would make the argument it's optional that I don't think oh, yeah. the government should be providing that if it was a necessity, and something that was necessary like high school is for example, then I think we could have a conversation. But we're not there right now, okay. nor do I think we should get there. I'm worried we're heading in that direction, but I. So I'm open to it in the future. Like you're worried about heading into the direction that a college education is going to be necessary. Yeah, essentially that college, much like how high school is the, the next step after middle school and is kind of required to get yeah. most jobs. Not all, but most. Yeah. Um. Then if it gets to that point, I think there's a conversation to be had. But we're not there. 
and we may okay. never and even even if it does become a necessity the system that we currently have or updates to our current system could still address that potentially i i but i'm someone who's very much like let's not revolutionize a system in terms of I don't want to say in 50 years if something may or may not happen, we shouldn't be solving for something that may or may not happen. No. Let's no. solve for where we're at right now. And if we're at right now, my point is no. Okay. Yeah. Trade no. school, though, I'm open to. Free trade school, I'm open to that. But or, not free college. Or subsidi- heavily subsidized trade school. Well, like, I, I would imagine if they give free four-year degrees, there also would like if that's a program. I assume they would also like pay for trade. Oh, sure. Thing. So I, yeah. I I think for me where I'm at right now is very much two-year degrees. We should have heavily subsidized, even more so, kind of thing. Why? Because the way I'm looking at this, like you've talked about, like it's really hard for a low-income family to afford college even mm-hmm. with help. That's an issue, and I am not disregarding that issue. This is me acknowledging that issue, is that providing an easy path to get a two-year degree, which can lead to a good job with good pay, can change someone's economic situation very quickly. And so I think it is in the benefit of our country to do that and the necessity is there enough because getting getting a well-paid job with no degree at all as we've talked about is difficult but a four-year degree is almost like too much you don't exactly need that but but we need we also have a shortage of trades we don't have enough people yeah going we into definitely them. do and so i think having programs that incentivize that i'm also hugely down for like a private enterprise idea which would apply to both two and four year degrees like this isn't my idea i heard someone else say it but the idea (laughs) is that um some kind of relationship where a company pays for people's education but then you have to go work for them afterwards for so many years or something like that you have like a contract i think that is so i i do think places do that but it's not normalized i think like incentivizing that kind of structure it's interesting i do think that's very normalized for like master's programs though because when I was going to school, I was hearing about all the time when applying for jobs, like, oh, if you want, like, an MBA, like, look at a company that would pay for that for you. So it's interesting that I feel like, at least everyone I talked to, it was very normalized to look for companies that paid for master's programs. Yeah, and even, like, and this isn't paying for all of it, but even, like, people who work at a place like Chick-fil-A, like, you, they, I know they have yeah, a don't they? where they help people pay. I don't know if they pay for all of it or how much of it they pay for, yeah. but I know that there's money going into that. And so I think having programs like that where it's expanded and maybe government dollars go towards that, because then you're not only giving someone a college education, you're kind of putting someone on a path to a career. Okay, it's like a guaranteed job kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm very much down for that. And I I think Hmm. we could do more to partner with private enterprise and getting them more involved and kind of reinvigorating a sense of corporate social responsibility, in a sense. Yeah, I just feel like the only... It would be really hard to do that on a mass scale, because especially like if, like for Chick Fil A for example, if, someone, if someone's eighteen years old, to know what they're going to be like when they're twenty two, to know if they're going to be able to get through college, like, there's a lot that I would imagine private companies would be more hesitant of. Oh, one hundred percent. And so I think which is why, safeguards. Yeah. I'm not again. I'm I have I, I recognize the risk that that private company is going under, and I can. Re- understand that and so i there would need to be safeguards in place there would need to be 
outs or again maybe it's a contract maybe if you don't finish school there what are, what are the consequences for that uh, yeah what are the reasonable consequences for that Kinda no and i know like even something. now like for master's programs like that's just speaking from what i know is that a lot of companies it's written into the contract like we'll pay for it if you pass it for one and if you stay at the company for two years after you get it so you can't yeah. just use them to like and then i think it, that's where i think the incentive works very well for both parties like i like if i want a master's degree i'll get that and then i'll stay working at the company because i enjoy it but then also it's like a nice win-win enough yeah so I think that'd be awesome if it could be expanded to four-year degrees. That just doesn't seem like where it's going to go. And yeah, I'd be worried then. Like, I feel like you said something earlier about how college shouldn't only be a place to get a job from. And then I'd be worried that it would become that. Yeah, and so that's why part of part of my whole thought process with this is I think in some ways we need to like break apart colleges into mm, how so so there are certain like stem degrees for example and then it's gonna or like education degrees yeah, let's go stem degrees let's get them where, where you don't you don't need the whole like liberal arts education which someone will probably comment well it's good for everyone to be exposed to that i agree i love <laughs> liberal arts one of my degrees is a liberal arts degree in theology i was a huge supporter of that arguably a bigger supporter of that when i was in college um so i agree but it's more about recognizing the economic situation mm-hmm. like let's say someone wants to go into computer science there are many ways to get into the computer science field without getting the, like a software engineering field without getting a computer science or software engineering degree you can go to boot camps which I have mixed feelings on personally, but there are other opportunities. There are good ones and there are bad ones kind of thing. Yeah. But um, the idea being is that maybe we need like certain institutions that are about, oh, you want to go to this career, but you want to be a mechanical engineer. You want to be a, a software engineer. You mm-hmm. want to be a doc- You want to be a nurse. You want to be whatever. We are going to create an institution that can get you to do that in two years. And so it almost becomes more like trade school where the more professional job things you have these alternatives i'm not saying i want to i want to get rid of computer science and four-year universities i think that should exist but then that will allow that will allow that institution to do that in a more research-based a more academic a more we're going to do our theoretical computer science or our theoretical kind of stuff with mechanical engineering and you can kind of have your cake and eat it too you can have institutions that are about Mm -hmm. just getting you a job as fast as possible and then you can have institutions that are focused on research and holistic learning and all of that. Yeah, because I do think a lot of people go to college because they want, like, this college experience. You know, they want to, like, quote-unquote, find themselves and whatnot. I went to college because I wanted that experience, to live in a dorm for a little bit, to meet people around my age, to take, like, liberal arts ca- classes as a mechanical engineering major. I mean, some of my favorite classes were the philosophy classes I took. I learned so much about so many different things, and I loved that. But I wasn't looking at colleges only, like I'm only going to get a job. There was exactly. another aspect of I wanted those experiences, but I know other people who went to college only looking at that next step of the job, and they probably wasted time and money sitting through those classes that they didn't want to take, that I would agree everybody should take them, but if you don't want to take a class in college, you don't have to show up, you don't have to listen. Especially as like a STEM person, if you don't get a good grade in those liberal arts classes, most of the time... 
you can still very easily graduate. It doesn't really matter. So it's like, we shouldn't force those on people who aren't going to take them, aren't going to want to take them. So I think it's a really interesting idea. I hadn't thought about, you know, the idea of separating like the four year, the four year college degree with being in college courses. If that like, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I honestly think college should be more of like a classical education where you're going and you, you pick a specialty and you Mm -hmm. get your classes and that, whether that's a a STEM or liberal arts, then you get that specialty, but you're also, no matter what you're doing, you're reading Aristotle, you're reading Socrates, you're, you know, you're, you're studying different, or maybe it's a selection. I'm not saying it has to be philosophy or something like that. No, but you're learning how to think. Yeah. It's more about learning how it shapes your brain and how to Mm -hmm. process things and how to see the world. And I think that will also, I think that would allow colleges and these other separate institutions that do these things, allow them to better budget control, which will help bring down prices Mm -hmm. because a liberal arts school doesn't need near the facilities that, I mean, it needs facility. I mean, dormitories are expensive. Food's expensive. All these things are expensive. But in terms of the, you know, if you're taking a more, if you don't have a mechanic, maybe you don't have an engineering school then and you don't need all the expensive engineering equipment. Or yeah. maybe you do, and it's just different. Like, you can better control your spending that way, because then you're also going to have smaller schools with smaller populations, so lower expenses and lower needs. I th- also yeah, I mean, you're, you're, competition... smaller schools make less money than this lower... Like, so that, I feel like that kind of evens out, at least the size thing. Oh, kind of, but, I mean, you're also spending a lot less. And no, yeah, but, yeah, you're making less, spending less kind of thing. Yeah, so you'd have to figure out how to balance it out. I'm mm-hmm. also... Not, I know the economics of colleges are such a black box that oh my god it's crazy um yeah i also think though the other thing with colleges i'm frustrated by is there's so much like cruft and the and the administration there's so many provosts and vice provosts and all this like it's like a pyramid but it's <laughs> upside down where there's not enough teachers but there's too many administrators there are a many... lot of administrators at colleges yeah and i think that like we need to like find a way to i don't know what that fixes but we need to slash that it's because, I mean, the administrators are who getting paid the boatloads of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's most of the time not the actual professors. No, the, most of the professors are not making bank. At some institutions they are, but at most... Like, they're making a living, but not, like, extor- exorbitant amount, amounts of money. Yeah, yeah. like, you, you live comfortably, but it's yeah. not more than that. Which is fine. I mean, they're tenured and they literally can't be fired, so, I mean... Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, which I have mixed feelings oh. on tenure. We actually, that, might, that actually might be a good one. Another concept, another discussion. Because yeah, I'd be so down. Okay. I have no, opinions on tenure, not just for college, but for high schools and state ooh, schools and stuff. Next episode? Question mark. Um, yeah, I'm down. Okay, then I before we, you know, I don't think this needs to be like a super long one, but I do want to ask the question because it is more relevant now than like as the discussion for free college. I haven't heard it as much, but the student debt forgiveness oh, that's sure. been going around. The idea, the I mean that that I thought was going to go through for a little bit before it got blocked by some states and now at the Supreme Court. What are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like it's a pretty... It's very comparable to this concept of the government paying for just a shit ton of people's education. Yeah, I'm going to speak about this on like a general level. I'm versus a, a... Versus more like a individual level. Like oh, I think okay. there are examples... Like I can think of individual people in life. I'm like, yeah, they should have that. You know, people who need it. Yeah, oh who yeah. Who need it. That kind of thing. I'm going to talk about this as a general rule of thumb. As a general rule of thumb, I'm against just general loan forgiveness. I think that's unnecessary money. Um, I will agree that student loans are predatory. 
including the ones from the government and they need reform so i i could be convinced that because they're predatory we should be forgiving it and then just reforming the whole system but right now we're just forgiving it and not fixing the actual issue um i'm a big supporter of public loan forgiveness programs where for example for like medical school and stuff they have programs where if you're a doctor in a rural town for five years you'll get your medical school paid for by the government or if you're a public Mm -hmm. defense attorney or like a yeah. prosecutor and you're doing lower paying attorney jobs they will they will forgive your student you still have to pay it for like five years or ten years or something like that but after yeah. that they forgive whatever is left there's a lot of if you're doing certain things after ten years and you've been paying it off monthly like you can stop and they forgive it I think it's very pretty common yeah and so I think I'm big supporter of that stuff um, I think just general loan forgiveness for everyone without looking into situations or having barriers or certain, you know, economic requirements and stuff. I think that's weird to me. Okay. How do you feel? I mean, no, I think that makes sense. It was really funny when I first heard that my initial reaction was just like, hell yeah, it's an extra 10 grand in my pocket. Cause for anybody who doesn't know, I do have student debt. Um, but it's very interesting because it's, I'm looking at it even just on like a selfish level. Like I'm like looking at like, okay, cool. I get 10 grand. I'm like, that'll, that'll be great. You know, but oh, of course I don't need it. Like, and I know a lot of people who would get it don't need it. Like, sure. It'll be really convenient. You know, I can maybe put a little bit more into retirement here and there. I can go out to eat more. Like it's not something that I would need. And I think a lot of, I think the problem, the way I, the main problem that I have with this is that one you're giving so you're giving it to a lot of people who don't need it and who won't use that extra ten thousand dollars in a good way i would imagine and then also it's disproportionately affecting like the people who are probably the worst off in this country if we're trying to equalize things on just like a scale people who are worse off can't pay for college and don't have student debt so you're giving ten thousand dollars to a lot of like as, as a mechanical engineer to mechanical engineers who have debt who will be able to pay it off and they're not helping out people who actually need the money. So I have a hard time with that just because I don't need it. Um, I, I honestly hope it doesn't go through the Supreme court because I think the government throwing out more money is also not helpful with everything we've seen with them giving away money, with how much we're already in debt. I think there's a lot of problems with that. And, and inflation. I mean, yeah, no, that's what I mean. This, like, all this government spending attributes to inflation and also, I think we're forgetting that not everyone goes to college and this does get no, paid through that, taxes. And so people, that's what I mean. Like all the people who can't afford to go to college aren't in debt and therefore won't get $10,000. Yeah. Not only are they not getting the help, their taxes are going True. towards something that isn't helping them. Yep. Now I, I could maybe see like a general societal benefit argument, but I mean, which I'm open. That's why I'm like a big supporter of public education for like, Mm-hmm. through high school and stuff because I think it's a societal benefit but, yes I think people being going going to get education is overall a good thing yeah but like beyond that like this is an optional thing that people chose to go do knowing the economic situation they entered an economic agreement mm-hmm. it's and, like you made your bed you kind of got to go with it yeah no and yeah and that's where it's like I think some people which I think it it goes to a larger problem of people getting going to four, a four-year degree, spending way too much money for a degree that they don't need to do a job that they wanted, and then they're in debt because they're not they're at a job that doesn't pay enough money to pay it all off. And I think that so there's so many greater issues that yeah, I feel like this is throwing a band-aid on the larger issues of student debt and why people go into it and how expensive it is and all this. 
and this is a whole other conversation. Maybe we could do a third episode on it. But like the idea that, again, as someone who loves the liberal arts, there's a lot of liberal arts degrees that you're not. If you find a job, it will not be super well paying. Mm-hmm. And or if you can find a job at all, that it all relates to your degree. Um, that I'm not saying that makes your degree worthless. Again, I'm a big fan of classical education. But then there has to be an acknowledgement that if you do want a job or you want to do things, you have to go to grad school. And so I think yeah. just as a, as a society, we need to have better conversations with students about, you know, if you're going to do, I don't know, history, which I think is a great degree to get, but you have to recognize that your options are going to be more limited compared to an engineer or to a business major. Yeah. And what that will require of you. Like, you should know going in that grad school very much might be the thing you have to do. Yes, and you should be aware and, of all the expenses that might come your way. And if yeah. not, like, get a... And then talk about it. You can go to grad school for free. So do well in undergrad, and you will you can go to grad school for free. And go and get a master's or a PhD and go be a professor. Or go research it somewhere mm-hmm. or do those things. But then you just should know that. Or double major. If you're not sure if you want to go to grad school, find a more practical major that can help you get the job and then study the thing you're passionate about, and then you have options. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, I have a couple of friends from high school who were going and wanted to go into, like, the arts, and then a lot of their like their parents were like, oh, you got to do something more practical. So they got, like, a double major to combine it with something to be able to get a job, but they could also, like, follow their passion. Obviously, it creates, like, it's, it's a harder four-year experience then, because you can't just, like have fun the whole time but also i don't i think that's the point of college is to stress out sometimes and learn it's part of the fun i wouldn't call it fun i would call it growth sure <laughs> um all those coffees at 2 2 a.m i don't know if it was necessarily fun what you're telling me finals john wasn't fun to be around finals john was one of the scariest people i know i think not and not scary in terms of anybody else but just for your own experience i was just worried um it's yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like it's a really interesting concept because I think it's again it's one of those that sounds so cool when you first just like hear about it, like oh, giving people their student debt back because they tried to get an education, they're going to help out. But then when you start getting into it and like the effect it could have on people who don't have an education, the effect that it could have on the greater economy, the fact like there's so many other layers of it that I feel like people don't dive into because they don't want to and they want to stay at that surface level. It sounds good, and because I don't, I think the intention is very good. You know, to help out people who are trying to pay off student debt. Oh, yeah. It would, like, it, it would undoubtedly help a lot of people. It would help a lot of students, 20 to 30-year-olds, without a doubt. I would just be more worried about the broader implications on the country, on education, on the economy, rather than, like, how it could affect those people, I guess. Yeah, like... Yeah, I think you, you kind of explained it well. I think in some ways you might be hurting more than you're helping. Yes. Like immediately you're going to be helping a lot of people, but the long-term implications I would worry about. Yeah. Especially as a country as in debt as we are and all the economics. Yeah. We still haven't raised that debt ceiling. So I'm kind of uh, sitting on that one too. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a whole list of things. I mean, there's the whole idea, like, should we have a balanced budget? That might yeah, be there's a lot going on. So um, yeah, maybe we'll talk about some of these things. Yeah. But obviously like we are both for, education like i yeah, think but... we both can very clearly see the like value in it of trying to make it easier to access for certain people i don't, I don't think either of us would yeah but it's just how to go about that i think it's way more complicated than saying free for everybody or forgive this or forgive that you know i think we both agree on that 
And frankly, I think being the country we are, we should be a lot more creative than that. That's kind yeah. of an easy solution, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah, we should be able to have like very in-depth conversations about the best ways to go about it. Like even the th- some, some things you brought up, I'm like, wow, that seems cool. I have never heard of that idea before. Yeah, I've never heard of it, but like never heard of like a discussion had about that. No, and I think there's tons more to be had and what role the government could play in it and what mm-hmm. role private institutions can play in it. And I think it's, I don't know, I think on like a broad level, I think we think of a government as like this one size fits all solution that can just like fix things. <laughs> and sometimes that's true. I think in many cases it's not because there's larger issues at hand that we have to address mm-hmm. before just throwing money at a problem. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, I feel like a combination of private and government like intervention somewhere in the mix, I don't think it would be 100% government, 100% private. There's got to be a solution in there somewhere to allow people to go to college that would want to, but also encourage people to go to trade schools because we don't have enough. And a lot of people are encouraged to go to college when they have the skills, the passion for trades. Yeah. I mean, you, you can go become an auto mechanic and you can make really good money. Yeah. Like I, with like how much I loved like woodworking in high school, I was like, man, like I thought about it for a little bit, but just, it, it seemed like the world we lived in was already encouraging college degrees more than it should have. Yeah. I agree. Or even like, for someone I know that like if they want to go into software engineering but they're not super academically inclined I'm like I don't go get a computer science degree go like, <laughs> like know what you're getting into yeah like go find a boot camp or some kind of certificate that you can get build a few things on your own learn how things work and then mm-hmm. go apply for jobs because you'll save money you'll get what you need and you'll probably you'll get a high paying job before I graduate college yeah, I think with all like the certificates and the smaller ways that you can prove that you're knowledgeable, plus honestly, the amount of stuff you can learn from YouTube. I'm not saying it's the best place to go to get like an education, but if you're trying to just learn one specific thing, there you can probably find it for free. Yeah, exactly. Or Khan if, Academy. Yeah. Oh my God. Because they started venturing into more advanced specialized stuff. I mean, I think I think there's a huge economic opportunity for businesses too. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think this could spur a whole set of new jobs. It would be really cool, yeah. I. It's funny, at, at the same time as our society is shifting, I feel that our society is shifting towards people being encouraged to go to college. Mm-hmm. There's also this like smaller, growing population that's like, listen, no, you don't need that to know things. I think college can be very good at proving to an employer that you were disciplined enough to show up somewhere for four years without your parents making you go. You can work hard, do it well. I think college is great for that. But if it's just to learn a skill... There, are, there, there can be better ways to go about it, I would say. Better and cheaper. Yeah, I mean, again, not to like harp on the software engineering example, if I can, if like if <laughs> I'm a random person who can just build up 20 websites and release, you know, a mm-hmm. few working pieces of software and get some customers, I have, I have shown more in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that you have. I'm not saying they're smarter or less smart. I'm just saying, but from an employer standpoint, I mean. No, but yeah. How do you, how can you necessarily quantify that? You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just a fascinating a fascinating discussion that I feel like people get too quick to like assume or too quick to just hold their stance on. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's all the points that I you know the I main ideas know. that I had on this one. I don't know about you, John, but. Yeah, no, that's about it. 
Okay. Well, there you go. Just something to think about for everyone listening here. And, you know, we'll end it, as we always say. If you liked the episode, you know, share it with somebody you like. If you hated it, give it to somebody you hate. And like, subscribe, give it five stars, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And as you're thinking about this, grab a glass of bourbon or scotch, maybe a nice cigar, and enjoy. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Peace out.